Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for the bigger picture. Investors continue to be in a risk off mood because headlines are warning signs. And, well, the biggest one this morning comes from the IMF. Yeah, lots to worry about these days, especially when you look in the papers. You've got an IMF coming to say that the worst is yet to come. And next year will feel like a recession for millions around the world. And they are pretty much you know, joining the queue of people and business leaders all talking about what's around the corner, potentially a slowdown, a recession. Let's unpack it with Stephen Innes. He is the managing partner for SPI Asset Management. Morning, Stephen. How are you doing today? Good morning, Ryan. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, great to have you on, Steve. So let's talk about what the IMF is saying. Pretty much a stock warning, but at the same time, pretty much expected. They've gone through this before, downgrading their growth forecast. And this is pretty much in line with what many people have been saying. Yeah, it really is. It's nothing new here. However, I think it just reinforces um, the issues that we have ahead of us as we move through the end of the, this year. You know, fourth quarter could be a potential knockout blow for markets right now. And the IMF cited the exact things that we're looking at here, which is tight monetary policy, you know, catalyzing mm. into a recession. Um, we've got to slow down in China. They don't appear to be making any moves towards reducing even a soft reduction in the COVID policy. Well, of course, we've got the U- Ukraine and the war, or the war in Ukraine, which continues to drive uh, geopolitical risk higher. So I think all these factors combined uh, have contributed to the adjustment in the IMF outlook. But the market's priced in very, very similar narrative. So I don't think this is really that big of a shock in my view. Yeah, Steve, like you pointed out, is priced in to some extent. Uh, what's worth noting is the IMF says next year will be like a recession for millions around the world. You've been watching the markets for quite some time. You've been through a few recessions. What will that look like and how will that translate for markets? Where do investors hide in such a backdrop? A good question. You know, we're already seeing the global impact of higher interest rates affect emerging market economies. And I think this is what the IMF are trying to highlight here is the fact that, um, you know, we could typically, we could really move into what I'm thinking could be a recession an export recession, and that would really negatively impact a lot of Asian assets. Mm. We saw that in the Korea data coming out yesterday where the short-term trade data was quite negative. This is generally perceived as a bellwether for the health of the global economy. So if this continues down this, we start to see wider trade deficits getting built in Asia. This is going to be quite negative because these trade deficits have to be funded. So that immediately takes out bonds in Asia because yields would probably have to accommodate higher to compensate for the higher yields in the U.S. Great question. Where do we hide here? Well, I don't think you hide in the bond markets right now because uh, bond markets could morph into a fire sale as the Bank of England pulls out of supporting the markets and the Fed continues to ratchet up interest rates. How about cash? Probably my least favorite asset of all, but it sounds pretty boring. But maybe cash might be a good alternative. Wait for the debts to settle and strategically pick up uh, pick up defensive stocks, at least at the beginning, before moving back into growth. Look, eventually growth will come back to the fruition again, but it's going to have to take one a definitive pivot from the Federal Reserve Board to save off those to save off those uh, deeper recessions, or and then surprisingly pick up in growth, which could possibly be triggered 
if China moves out of COVID policy, again, another unexpected maneuver, but, you know, these are fingers crossed, uh, things that we have to keep an eye on, very unlikely scenarios. I think we are heading for a recession. The question is how deep of a recession will we actually plummet to in 2023? Yeah, Steve, on that note, you've got an earnings season just about to kick off with the U.S. banks on Friday. What are you expecting? Because when you look around, those signs of recession are not really obvious yet. You've got people still going out to shop, you know, and the job market's in many places still quite resilient. How will the next earnings season look like? You know, we've seen a lot of downgrades freefall uh, ahead of this earnings report, unlike what we saw in June, where uh, the market was, you know, continuing to think that, yeah, comments that you said there, yeah, the economies are still doing well. However, Interest rates will start to bite at the heels of uh, of bottom lines at a lot of companies. And I think these aggressive policies, especially in the U.S., will hurt earnings. And this is probably what's causing the markets to be a little bit defensive going into the earnings season. Not necessarily uh, the economy, but more because, listen, U.S. retail consumers are, are still buying quite a bit. But it's the interest rates that will start to affect these bottom lines. My fear here is if we see a, a weak earnings season here, you know, by all accounts, it'll cause another sell-off. Another sell-off in stocks is going to create calamity across cross markets. And, and this is the problem right now because markets are very, very trading on a correlated cross-asset basis. So one thing topples, everything seems to follow because of the market's fragility right now. And this all boils back to surprising focus here. We're all focused on UK assets. I can never remember even in a couple of the decades that have been in the market where we're being so enamored by, listen, outside of the Brexit kerfuffle, we've been so enamored by UK assets as we are right now. Yeah, talking about UK assets, that is a, a long-running saga that's playing out. And you have the BOE governor, Andrew Billy, saying that pension funds have just three days to rebalance. And just to recap, they started out with this bond buying program two weeks ago to help uh, pension funds avoid a collapse. And now they say, you know, these funds have three days to rebalance their books, but markets don't seem to be taking it too well. Well, there's a positive here. Um, one, I don't think Bank of Governor Bailey would be pulling out of uh, supporting the market if he didn't think positioning was sort of close enough to pay dirt. In other words, he knows the positions in the pensions fund right now. He knows how many bonds they have. I also think it's good that they didn't sort of pull the proverbial rug from under the market here by just, you know, abandoning them, which is good. But um, I think at the end of the day here, I think what's going to come back to bite is UK's economic issues. These are an ongoing structural issue. Government's fiscal irresponsibility, which was highlighted last week, I don't see them moving back to a strong degree on that. And of course, the hawkish Fed is going to linger. So don't be surprised if we see a real big pickup in uh, UK asset volatility, coalescing around volatility around the pound and for, for a continued move lower. I mean, we've even penciled in mm. 105 as our, one of 101.05 as our sort of year end target for the pound. So we're expecting more pain rather than more gain uh, for UK markets Oof. going through the end of the year more pain uh, instead of gain. So we'll be watching out for all these issues in the coming months. We'll be chatting Stephen Innes. He is the managing partner for SPI Asset Management. Steve, thanks for the time this morning. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Talk again soon.
Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.